And you're tuned to 91.3 FM, WVUD and WVUD HD1 Newark. Steve Kramark, part of Java Time, and you just heard some music from the cars. We had all mixed up, and we went back a little bit for Cruiser. Before that, a little solo action from Ben Orr, Stay the Night, and we went way far back to some kind of pre-car stuff with Milkwood and Lincoln Park. And I mentioned earlier we were going to have a special guest today, and joining me this morning is John Starr, lead vocals and guitars for Best Friends Girl, performing all the great music from the cars. Thanks for joining us this morning, John. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So I got to ask you, uh, why the cars? I mean, if you're looking to do a band and, and do tribute music, uh, it's a little more complicated choosing the cars than, say, a, a more simplistic type of music. What brought that choice around? Well, it was very simple for me. I'm a huge cars fan. I've always been a cars fan since I was a little kid. I've been in bands my whole life. I remember being a uh, a young teenager um, playing in different battle of the bands, and I'd be there, and bands would be playing Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and um, all bands, you know, heavier music like that. And here I would come in, and I'd be playing, you know, Shake It Up and Just What I Needed. And, you know, it was always a little different for me, you know, because I didn't fit in with, you know, all the, you know, the guys that wanted to play guitar and be loud and, and do all those solos. I was playing the chorus music because that's what I loved from, from day one, and I, I still love them today. And, all the songs you just played were awesome, amazing songs. So uh, everybody should realize that that uh, it's an easy dream to follow when you love something. Yeah, it's certainly a, a really deep catalog. Everybody has their their favorite album. I mean, the first album is practically flawless, but they have hits on just about every album that they've ever put out. How long have you been doing this as the band? Like, and and where are you based out of? Well, this particular band um, started in 2017. Um, one of the agents that we deal with, he was actually looking for a Cars tribute band, and he mentioned it to uh, the drummer, who's a good friend of mine, and he's like, the Cars tribute band? He goes, I could get that together for you real quick, because we are Cars fans. And um, that's what we did. We just got it right together as uh, fast as we could, and um, you know, it was, it was very easy for me, because I just love the songs. Played a lot of the songs my whole life, and... Um, and I, I listen to the songs all the time. I still listen to them. So it was a, it was an easy decision, and, and the band got together, and we started playing uh, wherever the, the agency would send us at the time. And, and, you know, we've met so many great fans along the way. It's, it's amazing that there are this huge amount of people that just loved all those albums and, and, and remember what, where they were when they first heard them and, and still listen to them today. And what's home base for you guys? What's that? What's home base for you guys? Are you out of Pennsylvania? Oh, I'm sorry. Home base. Yeah, home base. So we call, I guess, Pennsylvania, uh, the Pocono area, our home base. Um, we are from New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Gotcha. But I think the, now the core is closer now to Pennsylvania um, for us. So I guess that's why we, we usually tell people we're from, you know, like the Pocono area of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, you played Paradise Grill down in Lower Delaware in between all the thunder and, and lightning and rain. I got a chance to check that show out. Now you're coming back to Delaware for the show at the Milton Theater on Friday, September 16th, so tomorrow. Uh, I didn't know if you had a connection to the area or if it's just geographically desirable. So in addition to the uh, in addition to the songs, you guys seem to go for the, the cars and 80s vibe. You got the wardrobe, you got the black and white and red color palette. I mean, what other little touches have you put on this over the years? Well, the thing that... The big thing with us is, obviously, yes, the red, the black, the checkerboard. Um, you know, we're trying not to imitate the cars. You know, we don't want to wear the wigs. We don't want to, you know, we're not pretending to be, you know, Rick Ocasek and Ben Orr. We're, we're, we're just real lovers of the music, and we just want to play the music the best we can. Um, 
but we try to bring a little bit of uh, the stories that we've learned throughout the years, the history of the cars, um, stuff that, you know, well, people will leave knowing a little bit more about the cars and, and why, you know, why they wrote the music that they did and, and how, you know, we stumbled upon it and how we take the music, you know. Um, it's, we do love the 80s. Uh, we all came from different 80s bands also, um, but the cars were always the, the high point, you know, and the meeting point for all of us. And, and listen, it's, it's, it's not hard to see it and believe it because, like you said before, they had album after album of hits and, and yes, they're not, they're not Led Zeppelin, you know, they're not Fleetwood Mac and all these bands that you see uh, tribute bands playing all over the place for, several of them. They're the Cars, and the Cars had their niche, but when people sit down to listen to the music, they cannot believe how many hits the Cars had, you know. And obviously you're playing all those hits, but you're also squeezing in some some hidden favorites and deeper tracks, like I mentioned All Mixed Up and Cruiser. Those are in your set list. How do you come up with that set list, and, and how often do you vary it, or is it pretty constant? Well, it's pretty constant uh, for a certain amount of time. Um, you know, maybe a year or so, and then we'll s- switch it up a little bit. Um, we were we were schooled early on by agencies that people like to you sort of to keep it the same, you know. Um, but songs like Cruiser, like these these are songs I remember listening to in my bedroom. And obviously, Ben Orr, his, his vocal abilities and the sexiness of his voice, you know, Cruiser's one that it, it's all him. You know, it's it's he, the way he just pronounces his words and he gets his little growls in the song and stuff like that. So picking the songs is easy if you want to just go to the greatest hit album or go on Google and search the car's greatest hits. But throwing in Cruiser and, and the song like Dangerous Types and um, All Mixed Up, those are from the heart. You know, those are songs that, you know, you just, you know, that, it's all I can do. These are songs when we play them. They're very sentimental for me, and I know there's a lot of people that feel the same way when they hear them. I'm going to put you on the spot here since you, you mentioned Ben. Are you, uh, and you sing both the vote, you sing Ben and you sing Rick, are you more of a Ben guy or Rick guy? or, or it's, it's a tough spot to put you in, but what are your thoughts there? That's really tough because every word that Ben sings, Rick wrote, right? Right. Um, uh, you know, I, I believe that I, I think in my I, I think I could sing a little bit better like Ben than I can like Rick. Um, but I don't think I can have a favorite. You know, Ben was the cool guy. You know, Ben was the cool guy and, and Rick was the songwriter. Um, it's very hard for me to say, because they, they wouldn't exist without each other. So it's hard for me to say one over the other. Um, you know, if I was, you know, 18 years old, I'd, I'd pretend I was Ben, I guess, you know, because <laughs> he was cool, you know. Um, but being an, an adult now and stuff like that and, and appreciating the work that Rick did and, and, and the whole band. You know, I, I, love, I loved how all those guys, Elliot Easton's my favorite guitar player to this day. Right. Um, you know, just a phenomenal guitar player. Uh, but, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I'd have to, like, you know, take the fifth. All right, I, that's, that's admirable. I understand that. Now, you've been at this for a while with this band. What's the most interesting story you have from maybe one of your performances? Anything weird or cool or crazy happen? Well, what, the, the, the craziness is the people we meet afterwards and the people that come up and they have their stories. You know, we've played places where at the end we, we do a, a small meet and greet and people have come up with autographed um, tickets from Cars concerts signed oh, wow. by Rick Ocasek and they want me to sign it. You know, I won't sign it. You know, I'm going to ruin the thing for them. Sure. Um, they, they have T-shirts. Somebody's brought Cars T-shirts signed 
and asked me to put the T-shirt on so they could take a picture of me wearing their T-shirt that was from the Cars concert that's autographed by the Cars. Um, people bring albums. You know, people, you know, people are reliving that time. It was a great time. You know, we have great memories from that time. But meeting the fans and hearing their stories, um, one funny thing we do see all the time is when we roll into different theaters and, you know, different events, there a lot of the sound guys that do the sound at these events have at one time or another worked for the cars. Okay. You know, and we get some great stories of the cars from them, you know, like, you know, about, you know, different mixes and, you know, how they like things differently and how the guys would show up at different times and, and uh, how they did the different things. And, but it's funny because it's almost comical. We're like, I bet you worked for the cars at one time, you know, to the sound guy. And, and, and usually there's a lot of them that have, I guess, uh, I guess locally and, and, you know, on the big tours. And I guess that's, uh, for a sound person, that is a pretty dramatic undertaking to make sure everything sounds right. And you even hear it in some of their old stuff that has surfaced on YouTube. Like, it's really hard to get that mix right because you've got, you've got Elliot Easton, kind of the subdued guitar solos. You've got, you've got the keyboard kind of underlays. It's, it's not your typical, you know, three guys playing three chords band. No, they got bigger as they went along, sound-wise. You know, the... Uh, um Roy Thomas Baker and then, you know, yeah. Mutt Lang. So, you know, the beginning is, uh, you know, they had those big vocals, you know, the Good Times Roll and Best Friends Girl and, you know, the big vocals where they, they did them in a the studio were very hard to do uh, live, sure. you know. But as they got, you know, bigger and bigger and playing the bigger arenas and then they were doing the Mutt Lang stuff, their sound got bigger. Obviously, computers became uh, more a part of uh, helping them with all the big keyboard parts and, you know, and uh, and you know, Greg's sound got bigger. You know, they they had a big, big sound for a uh, a band coming out of the '70s into the '80s. Right. Very powerful sound. So, another tough question for you: If I forced you to pick, what would be your Mount Rushmore of car songs? And I'll give you mine. Just full disclosure: mine is "Moving in Stereo," "Candio," "Drive," and "Bye Bye Love." With a probably all mixed up, and since you're going close behind, mostly Ben stuff. So, what would you if you had to pick four songs? Could you even do that? Um, well, I'd have to say Bye Bye Love is one of the best. Um, what a great song, you know, from the moment it, it, it comes out of the box, you know, they're on, they're firing on all cylinders, you know. Um, I love Bye Bye Love. It's, I love It's All I Can Do, obviously another Ben song. Um, obviously I can't even not say just what I needed because that's where it all started. Sure. Um, to this day, it's when we play it and the people are singing it along with us, it's amazing to just be there and, and feeling that, you know. Um, but as far as, you know, Rick has a lot of, a lot of good songs. It's very hard to pick them because they, they were so like, you know, um, they were they're so iconic for the, for the moment of the time we were living in, you know, I mean, best friends girl, you know, <clears throat> he had, he had so many tonight. She comes like, these were so such cool songs. Um, and Ben, the way he delivered the songs, I mean, I'm sorry, Rick, the way he delivered the songs is just. As quirky as he was doing his thing, it was it was iconic, you know, for for what we did. You know, it was, it was an epic time for for what they did. So, Rick Rick songs I could go on all day, you know, right? Um, to try to find one to throw in there. There's so many, but you know, the, the three that stick with me right now are, are definitely and even like you said, all mixed up. Another great song. So they're Ben songs, but if you ever heard demos of Rick singing those songs, it wasn't too different, gotcha. you know. So they, they, those guys worked together for so long; they almost sounded the same, you know. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's hard to pick them apart early on. It's like 
unless you see them, you're like, oh, that was him singing. I didn't know he sang. So it's it's crazy. Right. Yep. Random yep. question on two projects. Do you have any strong feelings about their their last album move like this or even the new cars incarnation with Todd Rundgren? Well, I did see that the new cars in, in concert. I was happy as heck to see the cars, you know, in some form, you know, that, that late after they broke up. Um, I think I went deaf because I wouldn't get away from the uh, LED stand amp in the front. And, you know, it was just amazing seeing Elliot play live, you know, being so close because you could, you know, the earlier tours, you couldn't get near them, you know, big arenas. But um, I think they were very good at the new cars. You know, um, I did see the cars after that when they came back with the, the Move Like This tour. Um, and that was amazing because, you know, obviously no one played bass except Greg played a little bit, but they didn't have a bass player on stage, which I think was awesome. Right. You know, um, to Ben, uh, he was such a huge part of the band. But they were they were great, and that album we liked the two hits off that album. So um, they, it was like they never stopped playing. They came right back, and they sounded exactly like the Cars, and they put a new album out. And, I'm glad they did when they did. Yeah, that new Cars tour was one of my big regrets because uh, at the time the radio station I was at, my jazz DJ's brother was in the band, Prairie Prince. Um, he was in that band, and I was supposed to see them, and then they had their little bus mishap, and I guess Elliot broke his arm, and that was the end of that for me, so I never did right. get a chance to see them. So for folks right. coming out to the Milton Theater tomorrow, what can they expect from you? Well, you know, when you come out to see us tomorrow, we're going to get there early, we're going to get ready, and uh, we're going to come out, and we're going to play our hearts out playing the Cars music for the people that are there. Last time we were in there, we had a great experience. Um, we actually stayed after the event and met a lot of people. Um, the Milton Theater is an awesome theater. It's, it's close. It's comfortable. I enjoy talking to the people. I want to hear, hear from them, too, because these songs mean a lot to me, and I want, I want to feel and hear what it means to the Cars fans. Because there's nothing better than when you're playing a place and the Cars fans are showing up to see you. You know, we do play fairs and stuff like that once in a while, and we're just a, a random band, so we're not really playing all for Cars fans. And it's a little different for me when I'm, when I'm performing. I'm thinking maybe these people don't know who the Cars are, but in the end, you wouldn't believe how many people come up to you after the show and tell you their stories about the Cars, and they are Cars fans. So when you go to the Milton Theater, and all these people are coming just to see the Cars and hear the Cars music, um, it's, it's a big thrill for us. So we're going to put on the best show we can. We're going to have a lot of fun. And we know the Milton Theater, the staff there is awesome. They're going to take care of everybody. And the whole little town there is awesome. So we're, we're anxious to get there. And actually, I can't wait. Cool. It's my first time in that venue, but I hear it is a super cool location. So before I let you go, uh, you want to plug social media, websites, et cetera? Uh, well, you can check us out at uh, www.bestfriendsgirl.com. Um, on Facebook, Best Friends Girl uh, Cars Tribute. And, uh, and you could check us out uh, you know, also on Facebook, John Starr. So check, check me out on Facebook. You can find all the cars information and, and follow the band. And, and hopefully uh, hopefully see you guys at the Milton or the Paradise Grill or wherever we end up uh, close to your house. All right, John, sounds good. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow at the event. Thank you, and keep playing the cars music. <laughs>